Hey everyone, and welcome back to Tales of Esperan. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's focused on telling fun, character-driven stories. Now, what does that mean? Well, we sit down at our desks, pretend to be someone we're not, and then record it all to share with you. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy second by second, line by line. Follow along as our players pretend to be small town adventurers, doing their very best to put some good out into the world. And my favorite part about it is that we have no idea what will happen next. That's the beauty of improv. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with. Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. Now, we loosely rely on this system to tell our own stories, independent of the lore and very problematic content that comes with Dungeons and Dragons right out of the box. In short, this just means that we use a dice with 20 sides to decide what happens next to our characters and then add some numbers. Roll high? Maybe you notice a fae trying to prank you and catch them in the act. Roll low? Well, maybe you forget to read the terms and conditions. Let's roll the dice and find out what happens next. Together. Um, so before we start, do you all have any questions? I know it's been a while, so I could do a quick recap if that'll help. Bear you that one. Yes, please. Okay. So, um, <laughs> or just like a recap of a recap. Okay. Well, I can definitely do that. So where we last left off, you were all traveling down the Opal river along basically southward from whispering lake and the woodlands where you fought the dragon. Um, you have been traveling with Rose a handful of days. Along the way, some weird things happened. One, an airship crashed in the forest. Two, you fought a drug-crazed elemental that was trying to burn the forest down, while more eat the forest. Second, you encountered someone by the name of, let's call Arunia, because that was the name they gave you. You don't necessarily know who or what they were, but they were the pilot of that airship. And after a brief talk down and you revealed some information about some crystals that you had encountered, this person very quickly left to go check into whatever you had told them about. And your journey continued down the Obel River. You spent a handful of days camping along the riverside and basically just keeping watch and helping Rose sail you all down the river on her folding boat. Then, one fateful night at the very end of your journey, say six, seven days in, I'm pretty sure, you were camping at night, and Haley and Thurbash were awake. Mostly because Thurbash had noticed some weird stuff going on with this turtle. It would move from place to place, and Haley, you kept waking up with a blanket upon your back that wasn't yours. It was Alea's. And every morning you would walk it back over to the bag and stuff it back in. And every morning without fail, you would wake up with the blanket back on. Um, and then one night you were laying down, you and Thurbash were arguing over something. Thurbash 
arguing over the turtle. Thurbash walked away to go back to, to finally go back to sleep. And Hala, you rolled over. And to your surprise, you found someone laying on the ground next to you. In front of you was a very, very, very pale blue skinned, elvish looking person. Their hair was a deep, deep, vibrant blue, and their eyes sprinkled like or twinkled like frost, um, like snowflakes on a winter day. They were dressed in these elaborate blue and white furs, and they were just lying on the ground with their hand on their face. They looked to you and said, did you not like my gifts? And you immediately cast darkness in a panic. Um, first, can you roll me on the wild magic surge table? Sure, sure, sure. One second. It's just a d20, right? Yes. Twelve. You're good. Thankfully, your magic does not run hog wild. Thurbash, I'm pretty sure you you might have also been standing here. I don't really remember if I was or wasn't, so we'll leave it up to your discretion. Okay, I think that's fine. Um, so both of you are quickly absorbed in this sphere of darkness swirling around you. What do you do, Haley? Um, I immediately uh, yip and then run at, run the opposite direction outside of the darkness. Okay. Um, roll for yip. Roll for yip. You roll backwards and let out a yip. Um, can all of you roll me perception checks? Oh boy, here we go again. That's a that's a absolutely stellar four from me. Oof. Tedward just noticed a new freckle, and he's like, "Wow, better oh add that God. to the chart." Thirteen. I have um, a rose. Thirteen. Oh, go ahead. I got a twenty-six natural twenty. Oh my God! <laughs> if I remember the I last episode, everyone's soul. <laughs> you wake up um, immediately, Leia, and as you do, the sound of you quickly waking up. Awakens Rose and Thurbash. Tedward, though, does he snore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, if you roll a 26, you don't see our souls. You see through to the realm where us, we're sitting around playing D&D. <laughs> and, and the realization shocks you so much, you forget instantly. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> um. So... Hey, like, did you? You said you dodged out of the, this orb of darkness. Yeah, opposite direction of whatever. Whenever I saw the thing. Okay. Well, um, within a couple feet, you quickly burst out of this fifteen foot or thirty foot sphere of darkness, and behind you is just this swirling mass of silent darkness. All of you can see it at the edge of your camp, where um, where Haley was sleeping, except Tedward. He's unconscious, snoring like a bear. How close am I to Tedward? <laughs> And within, like, throwing distance or kicking distance, if you'd want to be mean. Um, can I throw a pillow? Yeah, sure. Do I have a pillow? <laughs> um, I'll say it's part of your bedroll, sure. Okay. Just, That's like, fun. not like a, like a, like a baseball kind of pitch, but just like a soft, like, you know, like a, just get up. Wump him. You wump him with it. <laughs> yeah. Is that enough? Is that sufficient to wait, awake, waken Tedward? You're going to have to roll for that. <laughs> I'm not what, kidding. What is athletics that? Checks, a strength check? Athletic? Yeah, athletics. Let's go with that. You might actually get a bonus. 17. Nice. You've only made Tedward more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's a heavy sleeper, huh? Worse than a lamb. Um, yeah, so Haley, how long does your spell last? Darkness. Let's look that up. I feel like it's a minute. 
I feel like you're right. <laughs> Dark, oh, wow. It lasts for eight hours. <laughs> oh, that's Dark Vision. Oh, my God. That's Dark Vision. Sorry. <laughs> that would uh, be insane. It's concentration up to ten minutes. You cast it on someone's coat, and they're plagued for a whole day. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a few minutes pass, you hear Alea trying to wake Tempered <laughs> up to no avail. And this orb is just sitting there in silence. What, what do you do? Uh, how far from the water is this uh, orb? Um, 30 feet, let's say. I try to go around and see what happened to Turtle. Oh, yeah, where you had been bedding the turtle down. Um, yeah. You make your way over to the, the little um, nest that you had been building for this turtle. Roll me an investigation check. All right, investigation. Solid. Well, first thing that catches your eye is, yes, there are footprints, little turtle footprints moving away from the little bed that you had made it, or the little den, let's call it. And it's making its way right towards that orb. Hmm. Now, uh, it's it's little turtle footsteps all the way through, all the way to the orb? Yep. Oh, no, I worry about turtle now. He's in the orb. Uh, Thurbash, by the way, you can see through this orb with your devil's sight. Can you roll me a perception check? Can I? Because it says that... Uh... In the book, at least, it says creature with dark vision can't see this dark darkness and non-magical light. I'm pretty sure Devil's Sight exists. Yeah, Devil's Sight sees through it. See through it, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So I will totally give you a perception check. Woo! Uh, oh, that's a six. What I will tell you is that in the center nice. of this orb of darkness, you see a vaguely turtle-shaped shadow. <laughs> I told you that turtle was weird. You see turtle, and I dive in. Okay. I'm going to attempt to cast Counterspell on... Actually, no, I don't think I can do that. Technically, you can, ca you can cast it as it's being cast, but if you want to make an ability check, I'll let you. Uh, cool. I will try Ability Arcana to attempt to okay. get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, counterspell cast. absolutely. Does that make sense? <laughs> All right. So let's see here. 13... Uh, plus proficiency, so it's a 15. 15, okay. Um, you, you're able to kind of bend and twist what this counter spell normally would be able to do, uh, which would be stop a spell from being cast. And you fire it off at, you try to fire it off at the this orb of darkness. And with your very low perception, you just see a flash of light. You're not sure why. And what does your counter spell look like? Uh, so I'm going to say that um, Thurbash extends his hand and a small green flare kind of flips out of his uh, the tip of his finger and attempts to just like reduce the the sphere of darkness in size, kind of like squash it. Okay, yeah, so this, this flies towards it and you see something strange. As the orb sails across the ground, you see something in the corner of your eye, a similar green orb, very similar to yours moving across the ground like you're watching a reflection on water and when the two meet up in such a way that the reflection is beneath the original they both fizzle out and Haley, we cut to you sliding leaping through the air you land in this orb of darkness and slide forward through the dirt and then you bonk. you feel the familiar shell of the turtle turtle I grab him and run Run back to the water. Okay, you pick up the turtle with ease and run towards the water. You guys see Haley dart out of this sphere with a turtle underneath his arm. What's happening? Someone weird's over there. 
what? Um, there's something going on with Haley's weird turtle. Hold on, wait. Who who made the orb? I I'll, I think Haley cast the darkness, but the turtle's still strange. She sounds really tired. She gives you a kick. Tedward groggily gets up. She rolled a, a 20. <laughs> Tedward gets up, groggily. She, she, you feel a, a slight kick on your thigh. Tedward, get up. All right, I'm up. Um, you watch Haley dart out of the sphere of darkness, and he's standing over by the, the edge of the river. What would you What would you like to do, Haley? Uh, I want to secure Turtle in the boat. And then, uh, I guess, walk over while watching the orb to everyone else. Okay. Um, how do you secure the turtle in the boat? I just like kind of pet the shell as I put it under one of the uh, bar seats. What do you? I don't know what you call this. Thing. Yeah, yeah, seats is fine. And hope that it doesn't run. Okay, roll me a perception check. All right, perception. I'm good at that one. Fifteen. Um, as you you put the turtle down, turn and you hear the boat rock a little. And as you turn, you see immediately at your feet, about five feet away ahead of you, is the turtle in the, in the dirt. I turn around and check the boat again. It's empty. Now I panic a little bit. I don't know if this is, the, if this, this is my turtle or not, or if it's the thing that showed up randomly and spooked me. I walk over to the turtle. I pick it up and put it back in the boat. What do you do? So you put it in the boat, same spot? No, I just put it on the floor of the boat and then turn around. As you turn around, you hear, and you look, and there, there's a turtle, same spot where you where you picked it up from. All right. I walk over to Alea and ask, do you have any uh, green vegetables? Green vegetables? That's, that's asking for a lot. I'm going to look through my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oops, they're all brown. But... <laughs> Do I have any uh, green vegetables in my pockets? Um, based on your ability to keep plants alive, I would argue that there's only one, and it's that little cactus. Mm. No, you can't have Wait, the cactus. Is cactus a vegetable? No. Tedward's been pulling up onion grass. <laughs> Do I have <laughs> yeah. any, like, like, apples or something? Like Yeah, I think you have some kind of fruit or something. You could feed it. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand out the, the fruit that I have. All right, I'll take the fruit, try to use my claws to cut out a small piece, go back to the turtle, pick it up, put it in the boat with the piece of apple, and then turn around. So, um, what's oh, go happening? Ahead. Okay, uh, so what? here, let's let's roll back a little bit. You guys watch Haley pick up the turtle, put it in the boat, and then he turned around, and in the time it took you to blink, the, the turtle was back on the ground where he picked it up from. He repeated this twice, then to ask you for food to give it. What do all of you do? Let's pl- let's play this out a bit. Tedward is incredibly confused because he woke up. People are running around asking for vegetables. There's an <laughs> orb of pure eldritch darkness hovering in the middle of the boat. <laughs> so he's just like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> And he sits down and he starts looking through his bag for vegetables. He doesn't have any green vegetables. He only has root vegetables. You're just so pulling him out of your bag and putting him on the ground. 
Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, sorting them by size and, you know. Something's up with the turtle. Caloric content. So the boat isn't covered in the darkness, right? No, no. The, so to, to give you a little bit of clarification for the scene here, the orb of darkness is exactly where Haley was laying down to sleep. So at the edge of your camp. It would seem so. Thurbash being extremely confused and now a little bit pissed off because he's been saying the turtle's weird for like the longest amount of time. Um, he's just done with it. Uh, okay, Thurbash okay. is going to use his last spell slot and he's going to cast Suggestion targeting the turtle. What, and what is the saving throw on He's that? going to say with his Suggestion, reveal your true form. Uh, I mean, like, what ability do I have to roll? Uh, saving throw would be a 14. Wisdom saving throw. Okay, okay. Ooh, that was if a that didn't four. work, I was going to use wild shape I'll and take it. into the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a wise turtle, good to know. So you, you cast this spell, and you watch the turtle standing there chewing on an apple, and it suddenly, in the blink of an eye, you feel a cold breeze wash through the campsite for just a brief moment. And like I said, in the time it takes you to blink, this turtle is now a person standing roughly um, five and a half feet tall. Their ears are pointed, um, going straight up. Their skin is an icy, icy blue and their hair is as blue as what you would see in a beautiful ocean. Upon their shoulders, they are wearing miscellaneous white and blue tinted furs um, that are very elaborate. And this person goes, <laughs> and you watch them spit a piece of apple that was in their mouth still on the ground. Well, that was rude. Tedward is triggered by food waste. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were We were just talking about that. Now, Tedward will hold his temper because he's too astonished that we have a transforming turtle. Um, yeah, so in this kind of stunned silence, this person goes, All right, all right. I understand this is a little weird. You think? <laughs> What'd you do with Turtle? Um, hmm. How to put this? I didn't do anything with Turtle. That doesn't help. <laughs> oh my god. He is he, the Turtle! He is the Turtle. <laughs> She is the turtle. I would like to remind you. She is the turtle. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It's just very difficult to establish what? the sex of a turtle. I understand. I understand. I am just too beautiful to tell. No, it's not that. It's that, you know, you have to flip it over. And if it's all tucked up in its shell, <laughs> you got to kind of coax it out. It's a bit of an ordeal to tell you the truth. I've always hated doing it. Please. Thank you for the food and the shelter for the past couple days of your journey. I apologize for being so, what is the word? Secretive. Deceptive? Deceitful? That's a good word. <laughs> that is a very good word. Um, little awkward. Can, can I still travel with you, though? Or are we done? Well, who are you? So I never had a turtle. You were the turtle. No, this this is not what all turtles do. I assure you that. Okay. Yeah, we, we knew that much. 
So I didn't, but good to know. <laughs> Let, right. Let's start from ground up. Who are you? Do you have a name? My name is Eliel. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance. And she does a bow and pulls the robes out in a bit of a odd cur like curtsy. Okay. And then reaches down and picks up the apple off the ground and starts eating it. That's a start. I knew turtles liked apples. Thank you for the food. <laughs> I'm going to pull out the pen from my jacket or from my robes, wherever it's stashed. And I'm going to hold it in my palm, standing up on its point to see what happens with the pen. It's pulling right in the right in her direction. Okay. Pen of detect turtle? The pen can detect Fay. Oh, okay. that makes more sense. I'm going to put the pen away. I'm going to put the pen <laughs> away. Eliel, would you mind explaining to me what you're doing here? Well. Side note, the darkness goes away. Thank you for that. Well, um, hmm. Your friend here, and the, she points to Haley, invited me onto your boat and gave me a little place to sleep. And was feeding me, so it's technically an invitation of travel. Technically. Was not what I was meant. Was putting my tail in the water inviting you to bite my tail to come with us? Hmm, that, I thought you were a fish. I am deeply sorry for that. Not what I meant by what you're doing here. Uh, I pull out the pen again, put it in my hand, and I show her, and I guess the party now, because the party hasn't ever seen the pen before. Yeah, so all of you see Thurbash pull this pen out. This pen can detect Fey. You are being detected. Therefore, you're Fey. What are you doing here? I have no idea what you're talking about. Ooh. Roll me a perception check. Is that everybody globally? Uh, yeah. Let's go with that. Thurbash, basically, there are theirs is a group check. Yours is different. Fourteen. I rolled a, a, a 15. Got a good old 10. 21. Damn, I'm nailing these perceptions. What the heck? Alea, you watch as this figure, she tilts her head up into the trees and goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And as she tilts her head up and is looking towards the trees, you notice a subtle flick in her fingers, like there's a misdirection happening. And Thurbash, you suddenly watch as the pen just vanishes from your hand. But but you don't know why. <laughs> Can I have... Uh, Is your magic pen supposed to do that? No! Where did you do, Where did you put my pen? We should find it and use it on the book. That is also a good idea. <laughs> Can I make the assumption that it's in the tree line? Where she was looking? Um... Uh, as the DM, I will... You can roll... I'm not going to make you roll. Looking up, you can't see anything that catches your eye. Okay. You, what you got out of your perception check was that the looking up and being coy was a distraction. Okay. Look, this is this is very, very simple. I was traveling down the Obel River, making my way to the Wayward Trey. And, you know, sightseeing, things of that sort. And I was just trying to reach the crossroads. Uh, you put me on the boat. And I heard you traveling there. Figured maybe I could tag along. And then you're a good friend. And she motions to Hele. Hele, he 
invited me along. But... He gave me shelter over many nights. Yes, but that was before the trickery, the pen stealing. These are very serious accusations. First, yes, that is a serious accusation. I did not steal a pen of any sort. Second, are you telling me that a turtle told you a lie? They do have a... She has a point. The turtle didn't lie. Listen, lady, we have a talking blueberry. Lying turtles is not that far off. Also, we need that ten back. Since when can Tooberry talk? I, I would like my pen back. This is not a TD bank. You can't just steal pens. <laughs> yeah, TD bank. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Show pauses for a second. What is the name of TD bank in Esperon? The trolley. Still Ted- it's still TD bank, but it's the bank of Tedward. Not oh. sponsored. Trolley. The dwarven- it's DT for Dwarven Treasury <laughs> Bank. Okay, Ooh, perfect. Actually, Love like it. That. And you watch this woman. She kind of rolls her eyes, waves her hand, and Thurbash, you feel a gentle- the gentle weight of your pen back in your finger. Put it back in my- my hiding spot jacket, wherever. I'm gonna kind of like, whoever's closest to me, I'm gonna kind of like mumble and be like, this is the sassiest turtle I've ever met. <laughs> really stuck on the pen now and wants to try it in the book. It's back and it wants to try it. Okay, okay, look. Can I just travel with you? You're, going, you're still going to the crossroads, yes? Yeah. We. Are we? <laughs> is that where we're going? Uh. One second. I'm gonna. Motion towards um, Alea and motion towards Tedward and try and get Haley to come over and try and start a huddle up. Rose walks up as well. Okay, so this is now the second stranger that we've met in these woods, and the second person who may or may not be ridiculously overpowerful compared to us, at least. We're, we're small fry. Are we okay with this? I mean, if they are overpowered, wouldn't they then, like, wouldn't it be worse to say they can't come with us? Because then they'd get mad? I don't know what makes a turtle angry. <laughs> hmm. You know? I mean, Tedward yeah. is having a potato. If we want to stop the whole magic thing, we already know how to do that. From 30 <laughs> feet away, you hear. I would like to remind you, I am not actually a turtle. The shapeshifting is my birthright. Are you a druid? That, that is also a point. I can neither confirm or deny that. Uh, uh, all right, back to business. No, go Do ahead. Really... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Do we really care? I mean, they've been around for what? We've said like about a week now. I guess if they yeah, wanted to hurt us, it could have happened already. That doesn't mean that they don't want to hurt us still. Maybe they're just buying time. Then why'd they reveal themselves? They didn't mean to reveal themselves. If this is... They showed themselves to us. I suggested that they do that. No, 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 before that. That's why I did the darkness. Oh. But you saw that. Guess not. DM question. Yes. Uh, this is an out-of-character question. That's okay. I know we briefly talked about it, but would Therabash have enough knowledge to not share true names with Faye? Ooh. Um... Or would he have enough knowledge that names have power in terms of Fey? Yes, I feel like your community had enough of a stigma and a fear of the Feywild that that would definitely be a thing that would cross your mind. Okay. The only issue I have is if she 
if she is Faye, which I think she is, her real name's probably not Eliel. It could be anything. And depending on what that name is, it could be really bad. Just saying, we have survived a week with the turtle person, or, well, the shapeshifter that looked like a turtle, but that does not guarantee that we survive another week or even up until the gates of the Emerald Crossroads. I, I, I don't know. How much longer do we have to go, Rose? Um, based on where we're at, we have about a, a half a day till we reach the, um, the Wayward Trail's entrance. Then we got... Well, she's counting off of her fingers. One, two, three, five, four or five days, maybe, if we're quick. We basically just have to go through the woodlands, up the um, the cliffs on the mountainside, you know, around this winding path, and then back down the mountain. And then we just have to cross a, a bridge about a day from the foot of the mountain. It's not that long, considering how long that we've uh, kept this turtle with us. I have a not in character question mm-hmm. do elves are elves related to the fae in some way in D? um traditional D lore there is a bit of a thing there um i would say in Asperon that yes in a sense because the at least what's what some of the lore would tell you about elves that elves are kind of the descendants of the first people of Asperon, and then as elves kind of expose themselves to different elements different places different powerful things on this continent, their physiology changed. So like a fae might be some might be might have at one point been an elf that strayed too close to a planar ga- like gap. Or it could be the other way around. Elves usually have fae ancestry, so they have this innate ability to resist charms and sleep. Okay. Okay. I will just say my opinion is we she's we survived a week, but she stole my pen, and I don't really like her that much. She did give it back, and why don't you like her? Because she dressed well. She disguised herself like a turtle. Dressed did, like a turtle. Dressed like a turtle. She dressed like a turtle for like over a week, and you know it. it it's a lot easier just to walk up to someone and be like, hi, can I get on your boat? And you say, yeah, sure, come on. Rather than being like, hi, I'm a turtle. Invite me on your boat. How Are you sure about this? About her being a turtle? Or no, about, about that being normal. Did we technically kidnap her? Kind of. <laughs> yes. And no. The turtle did try to escape at one point. Oh no! Now we're even more fugitives. I think it's. She would have brought that up if we had kidnapped her. I think that we can have we can meet friends in peculiar ways, like we met Igni. Right, Igni. Where is Igni? What if this? Why don't we just charge a price? That that could work. Yeah. If we make this like a agreement, like we we we. Terms. Does that make sense for already being halfway through the journey, though? It guarantees us not dying for the next five days. I'm cool with it. Why does it guarantee it? Just make the price our safety. Okay, that works. I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that she probably won't break a deal. Call call it intuition, if you want to. Well, if that's what you uh, want. I'm- 
Yeah, Fay love a bargain. That's why they're always around yard sales. <laughs> I mean, I'm good with that. Right, I guess we're in agreement. Safety for our travels. Yeah, but I'm not signing any more contracts. I've already done too many. Yeah, Thurbash can sign. No, that sounds good to me. <laughs> I I think I think Haley, since you and and Eliel, if that is her real name, get along so swimmingly, maybe you could. You know, you're the only one with a pen. Oof! I'll I'll let I'll let you <laughs> borrow it. Just give it back. It's a really nice. I won't sign anything without my own pen. If it's not my pen, I won't sign it. Can I get Igni's input? Sure. That's a good idea. <laughs> how do you... Oh, I, I know exactly what your answer is going to be, but how do you summon Igni? <laughs> Igni! Psst, 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 psst. <laughs> yeah. Um, you hear a... And the ground scorches at your feet, and Igni's, like, sitting there. Yes. I crouch down. Hello, Alea. Hello. Listen, we got a situation on our hands. Mm-hmm. Can we can we get can we get some of your input? And I kind of like do that like head nod thing like towards the like towards the um the turtle person. Um, um, you you nod your head in that direction, and Igni looks over. What is the the tree a funny shape? The tree. The no the the the, and I like turn fully around where she's hopefully still standing. Uh, the person is, she is gone, um, but you do quickly notice that all of you, as as Aleja kind of stands up and looks, you can see that out in the middle of the river, she's just kind of dancing like a pirouette on the water, and there's like little footholds that have been frozen on the moving water, as she's just kind of hopscotching around doing like a dance. Uh, that's just showboating. <laughs> the, the, oh, that. Yes. Um, who is that? Uh, a turtle. That's a really good question. Did did Igni meet the turtle? Hmm, I don't think so. Well, you see, she was a turtle, and now mm-hmm. she's no longer a turtle. And okay. she's asking if we should, if we can bring her along with us on our trip. And we're wondering if you get any vibes from her. I will roll Igni for a vibe check. Yep, thank you. <laughs> He's straight vibing. A natural twenty. Igni hey, looks straight vibing. And looks at the the looks at Eliel. So your metric for um, if if this person is trustworthy or not is being a turtle and not being a turtle. By that metric, you are also trustworthy because when we first met, you did turn into a panther, and now you are not a panther. That's accurate, but <laughs> she also uh, set off a, uh, a a pen that... Yeah. What does that mean? What? Uh, S- set off. Uh, it, it did... Uh, I don't know. Someone explain the pen. I'll pull out the pen, pen and put it in my hand. Okay, it's a pen. Make a it's a pen. pen. It's it's a very special pen, and she made it disappear for about maybe a minute, and then it came back. But the point is, she made the pen disappear. Yes. And and she's Fay. I mean that that should be mentioned. She made my pen disappear, and she's Fay. Okay. Um, 
I mean, I can make things disappear quite easily. And you watch as the grass sizzles away. I am not harmful. Yeah, but... Actually, no, you are harmful. Slightly, just not to us. <laughs> yeah, you killed a guy, allegedly. Ha- what? Uh, no, no, oh god. Do you just get any feeling that she could be a threat to us? I mean, how long have you been traveling with this turtle? Individual. About a week. And you are all fine, yes? Yes. Well, you just answered your own question. He's got a point. I still think we should make a deal. Do you have any hickory wood? (laughs) I do. I take some out and I give it to him. Grabs it and then immediately vanishes into fire. I wasn't as helpful as I thought I would, but at the same time, it was very helpful. Hit us up for drugs. Wasn't helpful at all. (laughs) He just needed a snack. Rose, do you have any suggestions before we ultimately make a decision? I, I haven't encountered a fae myself, but with that being said, there are folk tales and things of that sort that kind of paint them in a mischievous light, which kind of fits a little bit into our situation, but I can't... This person seems familiar, and I just can't put my finger on it. Like a, ooh, yeah, that's cool, familiar, or like a, oh, wow, no thanks for me, familiar. Or just a general air of like, I know that. It's it's a general air. There's like a bit of familiar familiarity in this, and I can't. I say we blindly trust and hope we don't die. Everything I've read has said that as long as we're kind to our traveling partners, there's nothing that can go wrong. Said Haley from inside of a can. Did you mess? <laughs> did you change your mic or something? Yeah, I'm on my way to pick a BB, so I gotta go. Okay, all right, that's fine. <laughs> falls into a coma. <laughs> Hello, adventurers, and welcome to the mid-roll. If you would like to support the show, you can find us on Twitter at Tales of Esperon. That's A-S-P-E-R-R-A-N. You could also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. A kind word goes a very long way for indie creators like us, and you get the bonus of being able to make someone's day a little bit brighter. This week, we have a cross-promotion with Shrimp and Crits, a charming Monster of the Week actual play podcast. You hear kind of a stirring within it, and out pops a raccoon, and it scratches your face for one harm. That is unacceptable. At the same time, Ray Ray, while you're talking to Leo, oh god, I'm so bad with names. While you're, if only I had a list of them right in front of me. <laughs> um, while you're talking to Leo, you notice out of the corner of your eye something moving, and there is actually a bear approaching the two of you. He doesn't see it yet. Dang! Leo, come get back. I think this is yours. <laughs> what you just heard is a clip from Shrimp and Crits, our actual play podcast where we play Monster of the Week for your tiny little ear holes. New episodes are available to download every other week on Mondays on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcast. And if you can, please rate us, subscribe to us so you can get notifications when new episodes release, and leave a review. The things you've said so far have been incredible. Find us online on Instagram and Twitter at Shrimp and Crits, and you can also go to our website, shrimpandcrits.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to Sunny Gullicochica.
All right, let's get back to the show. Um, so for the listeners, Haley's player had to step out for a bit. Um, and we're just going to continue where we left off a little bit. Besides, Haley seemed very on the board of let this person come with us. Yes, his, his, his opinion has been entrenched. <laughs> he knows exactly what he wants. The turtle. I say we do it. All right. Break the huddle <laughs> and turn back over to Miss Pirouettes on Water. Um, yeah, so you all turn and look, and this person is standing in the middle of the stream and kind of notices all of you looking at her. She stops, does a deep bow. Thank you, thank you. I hope your conversation went well. Is that a pun? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, how would that be a pun? All right. She's on water and there's a well. There's water in a well. She like like hopscotches across the, the, the river and lands on the bank about 15 feet from all of you. Miss Elio. Can I call you Miss Eliel? Is that cool? Absolutely. All right. We've decided you are more than welcome to stay with us for the duration of our journey, provided that we agree on terms. Ooh, terms. I love terms. Yes. Oh, God. I already hate this. (laughs) That's already... I don't like no one hears terms and is that excited. I also love the fact that we did not discuss what those terms would be, so Do you need do you need another huddle? No, I will figure it out. It's cool. Alright. You you can travel with us, provided you do no harm to any of us. Rose, Tedward, Alea, Hele. And myself. Igni and Tuberry. Igni and Tuberry as well. And the boat. Don't harm the boat. All right, hold on a minute. Name your name. Actually, say your name. Because if she repeats after you, she'll say that she's not going to harm herself. I don't want to give... Well, wait, what? (laughs) Hold on. Even I am confused. (laughs) She just repeats your terms verbatim. Since you said myself, she's going to say, I won't harm myself. Oh, you didn't say your name. Yeah, and she'll give you. Oh, and and Thurbash myself. Oh, you are clever. This is going to be fun. I don't want you to hurt. I really don't want you to hurt yourself either, because I I just don't. That's that's too much. Kind of do. Okay, so to clarify your terms, I can travel with you under the condition that I will not bring harm to Hele, Alea, Thurbash, Tedward, Tuberry, Igni, Rose, and the boat. I assume that is the physical boat and not a person named the boat, correct? Correct. 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 No mischief either. She puts her hand over her heart. I solemnly agree to not bring harm. We're not done yet. (laughs) We're not done yet. (sighs) Oh, what are your terms? I I, I like the idea of of no mischief. I don't know how possible that is. All right, so no harm. We've agreed on that one first. Yes. Secondly, you will stay within eyesight of one of the seven of us during the journey. Question. Sure. What if I have to use the restroom? Is magic. Magic your wee away. 
<sighs> okay, with the exclusion no. of, of of potty breaks, you will stay within eyesight of us. Is, is that okay? Okay. I am not, so to recap, I am not allowed to bring harm to Hele, Alea, Thurbash, Igni, Tuberry, Tedward, Rose, and the boat. And I have to stay within eyesight of at least one of the members of your traveling party at all times? Yes. Do we the want boat to... cannot be used to calculate line of sight. He does not count for that. The boat doesn't have eyes, but... <laughs> It does have eyes painted on it. It would be cool. All right. Do we do it? Do we allow Tuberry to be with one of those people? <laughs> Tuberry is the chaperone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that might not be a good idea either. Um, I trust Tuberry. I'm sure he's a uh, he's a good he's a good chaperone. Tuberry is literally the most morally upstanding person in our entire party. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do we want anything else? In these terms, before we agree, nuts. Okay, I understand. Therefore, if you hand me an item and do not explicitly say it's a gift, I have to ask for, for permission to hold it. And keep it, correct. Oh, okay. So if you, if you lend me something, I can hold on to it for a bit and give it back. Yes. Okay. But Hold if, on, if, a bit is if, not to exceed 24 hours knowing that you're probably immortal. First off, thank you. Second, I am not immortal. That hurts then. I do look rather young, though. How old are you? Sorry, that's rude. That's rude. That's rude. That's rude. That's rude. You, you, count the, you count the shapes on the shell. That's how you can tell how old a turtle is. We're going to mm. need you to change back. <laughs> is this part of your terms? No. No. It's just curiosity. All right. So the terms are, I will not bring harm to any member of your party, thus mm -hmm. named. She lists all the names. I don't want to do it again. Oh, fine. I'll do it. <laughs> I will not bring harm to Tedward, Thurbash, Alea, Hele, Rose, Tuberry, or Igni, and the boat. And I have to remain within la uh, line of sight at least one of your party members at all times, and I am not allowed to keep anything that was not gifted to me. Yes. I think that's good. Okay. Um, I could absolutely agree to those terms. I do have a question, though. Oh, okay. Would you be up for a little negotiation? What in could... What could oh. you possibly want? <laughs> I've met so many people along the road, and every time, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's interesting, and then other times it's boring. And a lot of the ones lately have been oh so boring. How about this? Along our journey, I tend to visit mm, a handful of shrines to the Wayfinder, Goddess of Travel, and Pathways. If you could take me to them along the way, I promise you they are not very far off the beaten path. And I get a little fun adventure out of it. I will give you some measurable amount of power when we reach our destination. Are we I measuring really, the power? Horses? I, I don't like the, the term measurable power. Yeah, but... that's fair. 
I say vi- religion vi- check. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, what are you checking she, for? I, I, like, if that is something like a cult or like dangerous or like if oh, I the, know the anything, goddess, the goddess. Yeah, yeah. And like these 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 paths that apparently are. Yeah, yeah. Roll me a religion check. Son of a! I got an eight. Um, as far as you know, the Wayfinder is uh, predominantly, um, peaceful and benevolent religion. Um, okay. it's all about watching over people who are traveling and sailors use the Wayfinder's teachings to align themselves with the rings and the moons to travel across sea. Those who are lost at night in the woods might pray to the Wayfinder to get them home safely. Okay. Question. Mm, is this a Thurbash question or a DM question? This is a Thurbash question to yes. LEL. These shrines to the Wayfinder, do you expect them to be dangerous in any sort? No, I do not. Okay. I'm okay with going to the shrines. Yeah, me too. A little more adventure, you know. Yeah, sure. Can't now, hurt anyone, hopefully. With the terms aligned, tell me, what would happen to me if I were to break your terms? Instant death. You'd be stuck as a turtle for a hundred years. A hundred years? Yeah, a hundred years My. of turtle. And you'd be renamed as Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Donatello is a fine name. And we'd apprentice you to a rat. I will accept. Now, what happens to you if you don't meet my terms? Hundred years as a turtle. We can't do that. <laughs> would your name also wait? Hold on. What would the other turtles' names be? You would all be turtles? Michelangelo, Raphael, and uh, Leonardo. Ah, I don't know if there fine. are there enough turtle names for us all. We'll this figure is... it out. Fine. That Those are fine names. There are. This is just Tedward damning the campaign to eventually just be turtle campaign. So, the terms shall be. I am allowed to travel with your party to the Emerald Crossroads under the condition that I bring no harm to Tedward, Alea, Thurbash, Haley, Tuberry, Rose, and the boat. I'm not allowed to keep anything Igni. that is not- Igni! And Igni, sorry. There's a lot of names, you are quite a gaggle. Um, I'm not allowed to keep anything that was not gifted to me directly. And I have to stay within line of sight of one member of your party at all times. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. In yes. exchange, we will take you to the shrines of the Wayfarer, and should either party fail, they will be turned into a turtle for a hundred years and get their name appropriately changed, depending on the party. Ooh, I love it. This is so spicy. Wait, if we if we fail to get them to the shrine... That's what we said by agreeing to those terms. If we don't get her to the shrines, we get turned into turtles for a hundred years and then get named some random names that I don't understand. <laughs> don't pretend you know the ancient one's names. Could it be we try to get to the shrine? Well, this, by agreeing that we'll get turned into turtles, we basically kind of have to get to the shrines. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, we can try and say, hey, that we don't like being turtles, but I feel like at a certain point, what is a, 
What is an a adequate exchange instead of being turned into a turtle? I don't know. You hear the you hear the boat slosh as Ellie is Eliel is now sitting in the boat with her boots up on the edge of the boat, still eating the apple. So, do we have a deal? I have one question. Mm -hmm. If I am a turtle druid, can I wild shape into an apple? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this isn't a Leia to Mike question. <laughs> you know, this is in character also. It's okay. fine. Well, I've heard of many people who have shape-shifting talents such as those. I'm sure you'd figure it out after a while. I imagine that what it would be, though, is like, if you spent an hour as a half-elf, it would just add an hour to the to your turtle sentence. Like, it's, it's not communicable. <laughs> oh, no. Like, no, it's it's not that it would prolong it. It's just that you can't spend a whole day in your reverse yeah. wild shape and chalk a day off the hundred years. It would just like. Damn. All right. Well. You can't launder your turtle sentence. <laughs> Take it. So, um, she's still munching the apple. Do you all agree through the terms? One more question, please. Uh, so many questions. This is starting out to be a very boring adventure. I I, I understand. That a lot of questions is a lot of barren to take on. But please, if, if just indulge me for one second. How many shrines to the Wayfair are we taking you to, hypothetically? Three. Three. Okay. Yes. Can I add one tiny addendum? Yeah. Potentially, yeah. She takes another bite of her apple. One question a day, please. This is torture. No. No, we're not. <laughs> Fine, I know that was a reach. I am okay with the terms, although I don't like the idea of being turned into a turtle. It's got it! We can do this. Three shrines. Easy peasy. All right. Tedward, do you have any qualms with, with, with the agreement? I'm still curious about what we're, what we're measuring this power we're getting in. Is it kilowatt hours? Is it Pascal's horsepower? I believe she means magic. Watts. Yeah, but you know, when you say measurable, I'm curious. It could be like, ah, oh, I give you one mouse's heartbeat of magic. I, I think she means less less like it is a measurable quantity and more like it is an increase of some an undeterminate number. My friend. And Tedward puts his massive hand around your shoulder <laughs> and draws you in. We're making an unholy deal. I do not want to leave dangling clauses with vague verbiage. <laughs> Okay, okay, I, I understand. Only deal. <laughs> I understand the um, anxiety about the nature of my gift. How about this? Would this be faring better? I will give each of you a personal gift and boon from the Wayfinder herself. That's that makes more sense. Okay, I I agree to the terms. Good, you I agree. agree. What are all your passive perceptions? Oh, God. 11. Uh, well, my wisdom is, is minus one, so it's got to be like nine, right? Or real low. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's nine. 16. 16, okay. With that in mind, she goes, So, she puts her hand on her heart. I solemnly agree to the terms of our agreement, which I have said thrice up until now. Was it really three times? That's co That's convenient. Yep. Oh, God. Nothing I, do, do you agree, um, group which apparently does not yet have a name? 
many people have a group name just all decided? What, what kind of ego does that require? Fine, fine. You all agree to the terms yeah, of me. I agree. We, um. we agree to the terms that we have previously stated and uh, talked about for at length. Good. Wonderful. I will be seeing you very soon then. And she crosses her, her hand across her heart with an X shape. And all of you feel warmth over your heart. No, I didn't want. And then she bursts. She bursts into a breeze of cold air. Can all of you roll me perception checks? I'm gonna. Oh uh, God, this is six. Uh, that's a nine. I noticed so little. What am I even gonna remember of this game? Six or nine. <laughs> what were you gonna? What did you get, Alaya? Ten. Ten. With a quick look around, you notice Rose is nowhere to be seen. Holy shit! Did we Crap. forget to include her? No. no. She's following. She's following the terms of agreement. She brought Rose with her, so that Rose is within a oh. line of eyesight. <laughs> Damn it! We forgot to say we couldn't be moved against our will. Uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, Tedward pulls out a rope and begins tying himself to the boat. <laughs> you know, I feel like this may have been a mistake, but I'm excited for it. It might be fun. I'm glad one person is excited. <laughs> I'm going to ask you how you feel again next time she has to pee and she brings you with her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to end this session. Okay. God damn it. Hey everybody, first off, I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to enjoy our show. Fans out there like Liz, James, Cheyenne, Harlan, and Joe, people who decorate their time with our stories and take time to lift up everyone around them, you know, with the things they enjoy, even when lives like mine get a little bit bumpy. You are all absolutely wonderful. With that being said, our hiatus is over. Starting with this episode, we will be returning to our Friday release schedule. One episode, once a week, two different shows, two really fun and wonderful stories. Our songs and ambient music for this episode are features from Kevin McLeod and Sword Coast Soundscape, which you can find in our episode description and on their respective Bandcamp pages. Stay safe and see you soon. Damn. <laughs> Good. That was a pretty subtle uh, switcheroo there. Well done, Mike. Oh man. Uh. Oh. I can't believe we didn't think that she would move us. Well, we we didn't mention a lot of things. God like, we, damn it. We we mentioned no harm and no stealing, but like, there's still a lot that can be done. <laughs> <laughs> you also could have just said no. We could have just said no. Like, no, you're not you're not welcome here anymore. Then we go. have an angry turtle fae. Yeah, I don't I don't want to make her mad. That's even worse than making her happy. Damn it.
This was a bad idea. At least making her happy means that we can go and explore new things and potentially get something that actually helps us later on. Making her mad just means we have another enemy on our side. Now she's going to like teleport ahead of, and keep destroying the Wayfinder shrines. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in terms of like people to have on your bad side versus your good side, hey, we have a potentially really powerful fae on our good side. On our bad side, we have a really pissed off angel who might be the last one in all eternity. So, you know, I think we're doing pretty good. The scales are pretty balanced. Was that a full-blooded angel that we had? Uriel? Um, Mike will answer this question, and in the podcast, or in the edit, this will be redacted, redacted, redacted. Um, as Haley encountered, the, la the, the title The Last Bastion is the one given to the last remaining celestial, the last remaining angel um, from the creation of the planet. Oh, damn. Yeah, really bad person to have uh, as an enemy, and we lied to them multiple times, so... Did we, did we though? Yes, we did. <laughs> I don't remember lying. I lied. Everything that we do to that character fucks up the character's perception of... Uh, mortals and then in turn affects the other session yeah. that we have <laughs> in the future good thing i didn't ram a potato into their face no that would have been bad <laughs> i mean i mean to be fair alay is the only one who knows what they actually look like so